Le Mort d'Arthur. Chapter 5. How Arthur was chosen king, and of wonders and marvels of a sword taken out of a stone by the said Arthur. Then stood the realm in great jeopardy long while, for every lord that was mighty of men made him strong, and many weaned to have been king. Then Merlin went to the Archbishop of Canterbury, and counselled him for to send for all the lords of the realm, and all the gentlemen of arms, that they should to London come by Christmas, upon pain of cursing. And for this cause, that Jesus, that was born on that night, that he would of his great mercy show some miracle, as he was come to be king of mankind, for to show some miracle who should be rightwise king of this realm. So the archbishop, by the advice of Merlin, sent for all the lords and gentlemen of arms, that they should come by Christmas even unto London. And many of them made them clean of their life, that their prayer might be the more acceptable unto God. So in the greatest church of London, whether it were Paul's or not, the French book maketh no mention, all the estates were long or day in the church for to pray. And when matins and the first mass was done, there was seen in the churchyard, against the high altar, a great stone, four square, like unto a marble stone. And in the midst thereof was like an anvil of steel, a foot on high, and therein stuck a fair sword, naked by the point, and letters there were written in gold about the sword, that said thus, Whoso pulleth out this sword of this stone and anvil is right wise king born of all England. Then the people marvelled, and told it to the archbishop. I command, said the archbishop, that ye keep ye within your church, and pray unto God still, that no man touch the sword till the high mass be all done. So when the masses were done, all the lords went to behold the stone and the sword. And when they saw the scripture, some assayed, such as would have been king, but none might stir the sword nor move it. He is not here, said the archbishop, that shall achieve the sword, but doubt not God will make him known. But this is my counsel, said the archbishop, that we let purvey ten knights, men of good fame, and they to keep this sword. So it was ordained, and then there was made a cry that every man should assay that would, for to win the sword. And upon New Year's Day the barons let make a joust and tournament, that all knights that would joust or tourney there might play. And all this was ordained for to keep the lords together and the commons, for the archbishop trusted that God would make him known that should win the sword. So upon New Year's Day, when the service was done, the barons rode unto the field, some to joust and some to tourney. And so it happened that Sir Ector, that had great livelihood about London, rode unto the jousts, and with him rode Sir Kay, his son, and young Arthur, that was his nourished brother. And Sir Kay was made knight at all Hallamus afore. So as they rode to the jousts ward, Sir Kay lost his sword, for he had left it at his father's lodging, and so he prayed young Arthur for to ride for his sword. I will well, said Arthur, and rode fast after the sword. And when he came home, the lady and all were out to see the jousting. Then was Arthur wroth, and said to himself, I will ride to the churchyard, and take the sword with me that sticketh in the stone, 
for my brother Sir Kay shall not be without a sword this day. So when he came to the churchyard, Sir Arthur alighted and tied his horse to the stile. And so he went to the tent and found no knights there, for they were at the jousting. And so he handled the sword by the handles and lightly and fiercely pulled it out of the stone and took his horse and rode his way until he came to his brother, Sir Kay, and delivered him the sword. And as soon as Sir Kay saw the sword, he wist well it was the sword of the stone. And so he rode to his father, Sir Ector, and said, Sir, lo, here is the sword of the stone, wherefore I must be king of this land. When Sir Ector beheld the sword, he returned again and came to the church, and there they alighted all three, and went into the church. And anon he made Sir Kay swear upon a book how he came to that sword. Sir, said Sir Kay, by my brother Arthur, for he brought it to me. How gat ye this sword? said Sir Ector to Arthur. Sir, I will tell you. When I came home for my brother's sword, I found nobody at home to deliver me his sword, and so I thought my brother Sir Kay should not be swordless. And so I came hither eagerly, and pulled it out of the stone without any pain. Found ye any knights about this sword? said Sir Ector. Nay, said Arthur. Now, said Sir Ector to Arthur, I understand ye must be king of this land. Wherefore I, said Arthur, and for what cause? Sir, said Ector, for God will have it so. For there should never man have drawn out this sword, but that he shall be rightwise king of this land. Now let me see whether ye can put the sword there as it was, and pull it out again. That is no mastery, said Arthur. And so he put it in the stone, wherewithal Sir Ector essayed to pull out the sword, and failed.